This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we are busting the myth that I just can't change. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Right now. Let's go. Yeah. I wanna be thin. I don't deny it thin. I wanna try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I won't smaller size thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Alrighty. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, thanking you for tuning in. This is where we kind of have a community going here, and we all work together to kind of help keep each other on track. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an author. I'm not pimping anything. I'm just trying to lose some weight just like you. We want to start off the show today by thanking Teresa Reed and Alice Jovich for being associate producers. You can be an associate producer by going out to our website, LogicalLoss.com, and clicking on the Chip In button there. They have uh, helped cover the hosting fees of the website, along with some person named Diane that uh, sounds an awful lot like my wife. And uh, I appreciate that, honey, but that's kind of like the left hand paying the right hand. doesn't really help a whole lot, but I appreciate that. Uh, so thank you very much. I really do appreciate that. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. Dot com, and uh, you can email me, Dave, at LogicalLoss.com as well. Well, today we got a couple things. Uh, if you're a regular listener of the show, you know I'm a bit of a geek. I love my gadgets. Big fan of my Fitbit right now. Uh, still occasionally use my body bug, things like that. But uh, a friend of mine turned me on to a site. It's actually uh, by invite only. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, let me know. I think I can invite 10 people. It's called... Fitocracy, F-I-T-O-C-R-A-C-Y. And what it is, it's kind of a lot of the concepts. We're going to talk about some common concepts today. But one of those concepts is if you have friends helping you, they'll help keep you on track, which is basically the, the, the backbone of this podcast. And then the other thing is we all kind of have that competitive nature Nobody really likes to lose or or we just need things to keep us motivated. We've talked about that before, that sometimes if you do exercises sometimes that help you lose weight, after like four months you quit doing them because you're just kind of bored. We like things to, to change up, and this is one way to kind of keep things interesting. And what you do at Fitocracy, number one, they have a huge forum over there. A lot of people that are talking about fitness and, and asking questions and kind of keeping each other on track. But the other thing is you can go in and you click on track and you could say, well, um, now some of it is rather weight-lifted, but you could say, you know, I did, let, let me see if I type in sit-ups here. Uh, Sit-up, abdominals, beginner. Okay, so if I say I did that, 
and let's say I did uh, 30. One set of 30. Now I could add more sets, things like that. Um, if I do that and say save the workout, which means I have to do sit-ups when this is over. I don't want to be a liar. Uh, it then saves your workout and assigns you points. Like earlier, I walked for an hour, and I think I got 76 points for that. Uh, Sit-ups, I would get 15 points for that. So I've got 85 points for the day, and that brings my total to 91 out of 100 points. Now I have no idea what I get at 100 points. If, I don't know, a hand comes out of the computer and smacks me or what. You can make groups, and that's kind of fun because you can make a group then and kind of see, uh, you can have like a leaderboard. Like I can see, like I just started, I have a whole 91 points. My one friend who invited me to this started back in April. He has 8,000, I'm sorry, 86,000. He's on level 25. I'm on level one. But uh, it's really interesting, and it's a little bit like Facebook where you can follow your friends and things of that nature. So if you're into that, now as far as I know, there's no phone app for this yet. It's still They're still just barely letting people on the website, but it's something that uh, you may want to look into. And again, the, the website is called Fitocracy, and it's, it's, it's one of those things I look at and go, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I could see where if you're a competitive person, it might be something that you're interested in. I can also see where, because you have to do it on your website, it's going to be one of those things where, it, I, for me personally, for me to, to really get into this particular website, I would almost have to abandon kind of some of the other things I'm doing because it's just, I don't know what to say, say it takes a lot of time, but if you're really going to get the maximum out of this, you almost have to kind of uh, really spend a lot of time on it to, to track that, things like that. So it's a good site. I'm not crediting it. And again, it, it's based on kind of the, uh, the, the common things of friends helping friends and that competition. So uh, again, if you're interested in that, Check it out, fitocracy.com. All right, next up, I have been talking about this book. Unfortunately, I haven't got a whole lot further in it called Just 10 Pounds. We had somebody email me a while back and said she had lost over 100 pounds because she was overwhelmed, thinking, oh, I have to lose 100 pounds. But I had said in a podcast a while ago, that, you know, just try to lose 10. And I'm actually doing, I, I'm still, I'm very happy. I'm under 210. I, I want to get to 180, but I'm getting there. I think I'm down to 208 today. I was down to 207. And that's one of the things that's great about keeping stats, whether you're using, you know, right now I'm using Lose It, which is really good, by the way. Lose It just came out with a new beta where they have the deal where you can take a picture of the food with like the, the bar scanner thingy, the scan code, and it'll automatically input the food for you. So that's coming to, to lose it. Um, I've used my fitness pal. I've used a calorie counter in the Android market. Um, I've used uh, spark people use them all. It doesn't really matter which one is the best one. The one you use. I like them much. Like I said, exercises get boring after a while. I switch and flop uh, a lot between those, but I, I like them because it, it, it keeps it interesting to me. But, uh, and now I've lost my train of thought. Did you see hear that? The choo-choo just went right out the window. I was talking about that. Um, just 10 pounds. Okay, so uh, th these are some things that are kind of common, but they talk about just little things you can do. Oh, that's it. So instead of being overwhelmed, 
to go back to my original point, just break things down. We talked about that, I think, in the last episode. So here are some things you can do from the book, Just 10 Pounds. And then we're going to talk about the myth of, I, I just can't change. I, just, I was just born this way. Um, we should be playing some Lady Gaga, right? But here's some things that you can do. Number one, and I swear I am eventually going to write a book that just takes all the diet books I've read and takes all the things I've read over and over and over and put them in a book. Because those have to be true because I've just read them 800 times. And one of them is eat breakfast. People who skip the critical meal end up eating more calories throughout the day. I actually did this yesterday. I, I've found this too, that uh, I am still unemployed, unfortunately, uh, getting by. But I found that I was eating more when I was employed because at times at work I was bored. That sounds weird. When I was working, I was bored. But there were times when... You couldn't do things because you're waiting for a meeting and you didn't want to get anything. Well, now I'm like slamming job search 24-7 and I just woke up and I didn't eat till like, I don't know, 3 o'clock. I ate breakfast at 3. And so sure enough, I thought, well, this is good. I skipped breakfast. But sure enough, later on in the evening, I got hungry again and hungry again. And I ended up staying under my calorie budget. But it, I just I got to feel that, the fact that, wow, I, I should not have that many calories today. And by the end of the day, I did. I mean, when you're hungry, you're hungry. You can't live on, you know, 1,000 calories. That's nuts. Uh, number two, is a tall glass of juice your morning ritual? Swap that glass of OJ for a real orange, and you not only save more than 50 calories, you also get some fiber while you're at it. Fruit juices are a low-fiber, high-calorie staple you can stand to lose. Number three, choose darker salad greens such as red leaf and green leaf lettuces, which have more nutrients than lighter greens such as iceberg. Now, I, I love iceberg lettuce mainly because it just has no calories pretty much. But if you're looking for nutrients, then that would uh, be a better way to go. They say uh, spinach um, and mache, M-A-C-H-E, machi. Match, matchy, match, whatever, are terrific choices, too, and they are available at your local farmer's market and most grocery stores. Number four, I think we all know this one, remove the skin from chicken breast after cooking and save 100 calories. Number five, eat all your meals. In our busy lives, skipping meals is a constant temptation. If you're on the go and cannot get the meal you'd plan, then substitute a well-replaced bar or shake. Yes, notice they didn't say go through the drive-thru. Number six, broil, break, Break. Boil, broil. Okay, let's try this again. Number six. Broil, bake, braise, steam, stir fry, poach, grill, saute with minimal oils, uh, boil, and roast on racks. There are so many ways to cook your meals, and they start with how you take the food from raw to cook. All these are self loving solutions to the instinct to fry. Yeah, stay away from fried. Number seven. Eat slowly. Take at least 20 minutes for meals and 10 minutes for snacks so that you'll feel more satisfied with smaller food quantities and therefore eat less than those who eat fast. It takes 20 minutes for the brain to receive the signal from stomach, from your stomach saying I'm full. And also do that and only that. Don't eat in front of the TV. Don't eat in front of YouTube. Otherwise, your body misses the signal. It says, okay, I'm done. Number eight, choose one specific location to eat and make eating a singular activity. Hey, it's almost like they heard me say that. Uh, be aware of unconscious eating in front of the TV, at the movies, or while reading, studying, driving, cooking, or standing. When you're involved in an activity while eating, you can be distracted from really tasting or enjoying the food, which makes it easy to overeat. Number nine, jazz up plain water with uh, juice from a quarter of a lemon or other fruit. It's simple, but good. So if you hate water, throw some natural juice in there. 
Number 10, control emotional eating. Don't reach for food to make you feel content or more relaxed. Food is not the answer, right? If you're not hungry, food is not the answer, right? So keep that in mind. Again, yes, we've heard these before, but you know, they're, they're, they're repeated because, well, they're true. And I have found I'm the world's king of, of fast eating. But when I eat fast, I end up, you know, when my stomach finally kicks in, when I finally get the message that I'm full, I'm not full. I'm stuffed. And that uh, will definitely get you in uh, a problem. All right, next up. We want to change the myth that I just can't change, right? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. You just can't do it. I'm old, and I've always been this way. Well, that just means you've never learned the right way to do something. doesn't mean... See, again, my background is in teaching. So when somebody tries to tell me that they can't learn something, I'm just like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I can teach anybody anything. So we're going to bust that myth that uh, I can't change. I mean, we've heard the expressions, you know, the, a leopard can't change his spots and things like that. But we we have our established patterns and, and we have our opinions um, and we think that's our nature. But um, I, I personally, again, being a teacher, I don't agree with that. So um, you've actually heard people say, this book changed my life. Or you say, I didn't know any better at that age, but I see things differently now. You know, examine your life. How much of your life is the same as when you were 15 or when you were 25 or when you were 35? If you have deliberately tried to keep things the same, how successful have you been? I mean, have you grown? Have you developed? Have you matured in significant ways? My guess is that your answer was yes. So the bottom line is that neither our personalities nor our behavior is perpetually fixed. Thank God, because 15-year-old kids are annoying. (laughs) Right? Dude! I mean, each of us can change. Now, technically, a leopard's spots can't change, but the leopard can climb a different tree now and then. And as for dogs, it's quite possible to teach an old dog, or in this case a human, new tricks or new behaviors. Now, in the book, they talk about how they rescued a dog named Harriet, and she had more than a bag of behavioral issues. The truth be told, it says there were times that the author of the book was actually afraid of this dog. She growled, she lunged at people, she bared her teeth, and uh, she did it a lot. And they wondered what they might do. I mean, could they really teach this dog to be unafraid, to stay connected? And more importantly, could they teach this dog to trust them? So they used love and my favorite word, consistency, as the approach, and it eventually worked. Over time and with work, Harriet became less afraid, more trusting, and a happier, healthier part of their family. So consider these inspiring examples of old people that, right, you know, how you can still learn things. George Burns. Now, some of you may not remember George Burns. Go rent Oh God. Um, He received his first Academy Award when he was 80. Now, George Burns was a star back when radio, when there was no TV. He got his first Academy Award when he was 80. At 71, Golda Meir became Prime Minister of Israel. Julia Child began cooking in her 40s. 
and got her own television show when she was 50. So remember this, that lots of old dogs become award-winning artists, start businesses, run countries, and learn really all sorts of new skills and behaviors. We can all learn how to, well, we can all learn how to sit, stay, uh, roll over, and change, right? So this whole thing of me, I, I can't do it, I'm too old, things of that nature, it's just not the case. You, you, can, you can do it. And a lot of times you just have to figure out, you have to go back and find something as to why do you want to change. Maybe you want to, maybe you want to have sex with the lights on. Maybe you want to feel less, uh, what's the word? Um, you don't want to feel so self-conscious when you walk into a restaurant. And don't you hate those restaurants where you have to walk in and they have the tables close to each other and you, you kind of almost can't squeeze between the two? You know, maybe you'd like to shop on the skinny side of the store. Whatever it is, you, you need to come up with a reason why. Maybe you've thought about, uh, for me, you know, I had my father-in-law uh, not too long ago, was in the hospital for a few days. Boy, that scared me straight real quick. You know, and then when I hear about what his doctor bill is going to be, I'm like, oh, holy cow. It sure would be a lot less expensive if I just took care of myself. Find something to motivate you. And that's another thing that probably over time, you may have to find a couple. You know, if you have kids, just think about how you want to set an example for them. I'll put a, uh, and, and quit, we know the, the right stuff to do, right? We know to quit eating fast food, and we don't care that they put apples in the Happy Meal. It's still a Happy Meal, right? It's not going to be as good as, as a, uh, an orange with, uh, I don't know, some whole wheat toast and, and, and some, you know, fiber one cereal or something like that. You know, we, we've learned that eating out at restaurants because we don't have time to cook, we know that's a, a bunch of malarkey. Because by the time you drive to Olive Garden, by the time you wait to get seated, by the time you wait to have your waiter come and take your order, and then you wait for them to bring your food, and then you wait for them to bring the bill, and then you wait for them to bring it back, and then you drive home, you could have basically cooked a meal uh, for a lot less money, got the family involved, ate healthy, and, and, and felt better about yourself because you go home, you do a Google, you you, you find out that there's over a thousand milligrams of salt in uh, spaghetti. It's, it's insane. And that's the other thing we know to do. Look at what you're eating before you put it in your mouth. I had an old box of pastaroni in the cupboard. And it was like, you know, there's really nothing going on. I don't want to eat out. You know, not, don't want to go down. I could, I could skimp out and do the $2 double cheeseburger and a fry and a glass of water, which is always funny. That's, you know, Sure, I'm going to I'm going to skip the extra 60 calories, but you know, pennies make dollars, so that's a better choice. But I was like, no, no, we're not going to go through the drive-through. I've got this pastaroni here. It'll save me at least gas money, things like that. I'm not making this up because of course it was two servings per box. So, you know, don't uh, don't look at this and go, "Oh, it's only X amount of calories." No, no, no. That's for one one serving. There's two servings in the box. I ate the whole box. And uh, it was an insane, it was like 1,350 milligrams of salt was in the pastaroni. I forget what flavor it was, but, I mean, does it really matter? It was just amazing. And I was like, well, there you go. So I then adjusted my eating for the rest of the day. But it's one of those things where I'm like, well, when I go back to the store, I don't think I'll be buying the pastaroni, even if it's a buck. 
you know, <laughs> it was amazing. So that is going to do it today. Don't, don't give me this, I can't change. And if you think you can't, then you got to find something to motivate you. And then it just comes to moving and getting off the couch. It's one of the things I love about my Fitbit. Uh, you can get one of those. They're only 99 bucks. I shouldn't say only. I realize 99 bucks is a lot of money. But if you go to LogicalLoss.com forward slash Fitbit, I love the fact that at the end of the day, it's like, here's how many hours you were sedentary. And I'm like, really? That's how long I was sitting on my butt today? And that really, and then I find out that the one week I was averaging four and a half hours sleep a night. I'm like, okay, I think we've identified a problem. <laughs> I'm not moving and I'm not getting any sleep. So it's a great uh, tool if you're looking for one. Go to uh, LogicalLoss.com forward slash Fitbit. And uh, that is going to do it for this edition of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Again, if you would want to thank my uh, associate producers for helping me out here, help covering the uh, cost again, Therese Reed and Alice Jovich, along with one Diane Jackson. Go out to uh, our website, LogicalLoss.com, and you can chip in as well and help cover the cost. I really deeply, deeply appreciate it. Don't give up. It's it's hard to beat somebody who doesn't give up. You know, it's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up. So it's time to get back up. We'll see you again with another episode of the Logic Weight Loss Podcast next week. See you then. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Logical Weight Loss. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. This is Dave reminding you, live right, lose weight, live long. Live long.